um, technical difficulties. Uh, what a way to start a pod. Am I right? I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is great podcast content. The episodes I've already edited, I um, all the times I'm like, I'm going to cut this out, I left it in. And then I stuff love that. that I was going to cut out, I did cut out. So Yes. 1,000%. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's what the people want is just this nonsensical gabbing at the beginning apparently yeah i mean we haven't had any feedback on this podcast yet because we haven't released any episodes from this podcast yet but (laughs) it's coming up by the time this airs uh i think we're gonna move some episodes around uh but um yeah yeah so it'll air a little earlier than when we recorded it yeah yeah but it's going to be great. It's going to be a you good time. You know what time. I mean. Yeah. yeah, of course I do. So um, I have some bad news regarding today's what? episode. What's that? It's the last one. No. Um, oh, so, right. We did the holiday. I'm out. Um, <laughs> no, since Charlie is in Australia, he promised me that he would watch this movie so that mm. he could give his feedback in time. But he apparently is "quote unquote" too busy mm-hmm. to. I saw. I saw his Instagram. Yeah, he appeared to be to playing wedding? cricket. Uh, it was bowls, which is like lawn bowling. Bowl- it's not better. It's. I don't just know as what boring. cricket is, so no um. <laughs> no one knows what it is. Not even the British. Good God. Um. But yeah, so uh, so no Charlie's corner this episode. So no, no Charlie's corner in this episode. I Which can... is funny because this is the first sh- the first movie we've shown we we've watched that has anything to do with England, <laughs> and it has a fair amount to do with England. Is the thing? Yeah. It's like so half Charlie's set corner. in England. Yeah, Charlie's corner would have actually been a very valuable piece of knowledge for this yeah. podcast today. Well, but, we're gonna um, have to wait till another know? British set uh, rom com. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. So there will be no Charlie's Corner. There will be no Charlie looking at the poster and telling me what he thinks the movie is about. Uh, I can say wholeheartedly that he has actually seen this movie. I forced him to watch it last year, and okay. uh, from memories of that, he said it was quite enjoyable. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So that brings me to the segment of the day, which is Emma tries to pitch a new opening to Katie that we're going to use for this podcast. Right, right, yes. That's right, yeah. But it's different every time. This is Go and Get Your Girl, the podcast where Emma and Katie kick boys to the curb and then learn to cry, all while making out with Jude Law and Jake Black, Jack Black, but really just Jude Law. I, I would make out with Jack Black, honestly. I mean, in this movie... One of my one of my takes on this. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah. It was not on my bingo card before I saw the holiday, but then I saw the holiday yeah. and I was like, oh. Yeah. Hello. He, he can get it in this movie. Yeah. Exactly. He can absolutely get it in this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh <laughs> that's go and get your girl, or as John Polizza calls it, <laughs> girl talk about chick flicks. <laughs> Women be shopping. Girl talk Women about chick flicks. <laughs> I mean, how great is that? Uh, that is the epitome of what we're doing here. 
Yeah. Girl talk about chick flicks. But some might say that it's not just girl talk. It's just universal talk. I like to say it's a storyteller's perspective into the romantic comedy film genre. Yeah, uh, and it's not it's not chick flicks. It's uh, no. rom coms are are for everyone, and the term chick flick usually encompasses more than just rom coms. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So today's episode is the holiday. Boy, oh boy, what a film! I will say the holiday is not a film that it's not a christmas film it is a film that happens at christmas would you agree Correct. yes yes absolutely the holiday from 2006 directed by ms nancy myers uh nancy myers who we will i bet we'll do all of her movies eventually all honestly of them. yeah and katie how do you feel uh, about nancy myers rom-com auteur nancy myers i love nancy myers i i haven't seen um I think there's a couple of them that I haven't seen. I have not seen uh, The Intern with Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen a couple of her earlier ones that she just wrote that her ex-husband directed. Because they used to be a team. Um, It was uh, Myers and Shire. And she wrote them and he directed them. And then they got divorced in the 90s. And then she kind of like started making her own movies. And her first movie that she directed uh, was The Parent Trap. With Lindsay Lohan. Ah, such a classic. And you can always tell she has a very specific aesthetic, both in terms of writing and directing. She writes exclusively about rich people's problems. (laughs) I mean, that was one of my notes consistently throughout this movie was, um, man, it must be nice to be rich. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, she's known for her, like, very clean, uh, white aesthetic. And for her fantastic kitchens. Fantastic. And Uh, this movie, maybe the kitchen is probably less important than in maybe all of the rest of her movies. But uh, it's still, I mean, (laughs) like. Least kitchen. Rose Hill Cottage has a pretty nice kitchen, although it's not, you know. God, that is the house that launched a thousand cottagecore dreams. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, including mine but uh we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit yes, what's your history on the holiday the history on the holiday my history on the holiday is so i don't remember seeing it when it first came out because it came out in 2006 and i was an angsty teen so i didn't see it until years later i think this was in and, your emo phase this yeah my emos phase deep deep in my emo phase <laughs> Uh, one day we'll do an emo rom-com and i'll be able to talk all about it i don't know if oh that my exists. god i don't think there's gotta be I an mean, emo rom-com there's gotta yeah. be right warm Every bodies song oh maybe yeah mm-hmm. or wrist cutters i haven't seen that the wrist cutters is like it's this it yeah it's from like 2003 very weird movie but um but yeah, so I hadn't seen it until I believe college, maybe a little bit after college, because I wanted a cozy movie to watch with some friends. I believe my friend Jessie made me watch this for the first time, and she loves Nancy Myers, loves like that cozy aesthetic, and yeah, I loved it. It's great. Forced my husband to watch it last year for Christmas. Yeah, great, great movie. Yeah, this is a this is a perennial favorite. I think that it has eclipsed Love Actually in the past uh, several years as kind of really? like 
go to, I mean, I don't know, like in terms of like people's go to like Christmassy movies they want to watch. At least it has in our house. I don't know. I think that like, you know, Love Actually, like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago was a cult classic. Yeah. And now I think people are kind of realizing how shitty that movie is in a lot of ways. How problematic um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very problematic and very um, uh, hard to watch in a lot of in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. Does not hold up well. No. Um, and uh, and this movie is much goes down a lot easier if you want like a British <laughs> set uh holiday rom-com that's not yeah. really about christmas but is set at christmas yeah yep yeah yeah because i mean like i had a whole issue with the timeline as we got further into the movie uh we got to a certain yes. point towards the end when i was like wait it's christmas eve yeah is the is the wga thing on christmas day surely not right like it can't be. i don't that i don't know insane yeah, yeah. There and... was a lot of timeline questions that I had, which which is when I came to the realization, the revelation that this is a movie set at Christmas, not a Christmas movie. Yeah, and honestly, there's very little, there's not really much talk about Christmas. Which it's, is weird to it's me. It's very much the holiday in the British sense in that it's about a vacation and not yeah. about a holiday as we would use it in America, to, to use the word in America. Yeah. It's very much about these two people switching houses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Anyways, we'll get into it. Um, Katie, do you want to do the recap? Because I always go off the rails. Yes, I will. Okay. So um, the recap is this is a uh, four-person rom-com. It's about two couples, sort of. So it's, it's more complicated than that. But at least the way that it was marketed is it's a it's a um it's a two couple rom-com um it is about iris and amanda who are uh, iris is played by kate winslet and she uh works for a newspaper which hold on a second i did not realize it until this but i noticed that she works for the daily telegraph she works for the telegraph the, the <laughs> fascist newspaper <laughs> in newspaper. england and it's I like mean, not commented on at all. Like the Daily uh, the Daily Telegraph, the fucking Nazi rag. Um which I don't know, maybe like it wasn't TV as bad news. in two thousand and five. Or like or like a fake was. newspaper. Like yeah, she works like, for the she writes wedding announcements, which is like the yeah. most rom com job ever. But oh, like exactly she writes rom she writes uh wedding announcements for the fucking Daily Telegraph. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That was, that threw me, um, for real. And she seems like a normal, nice person. Yeah. Was that exactly. SodaStream? Oh, yeah. It's a, um, it's a diet root beer SodaStream. Ooh, la la. Mm -hmm. Parents' house privileges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I live in my parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> Humble brag. We Talk won't go an episode. We won't go an episode without you mentioning you're living at your parents' house. And, but, Until but I don't you anymore. Won't, you won't be. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm sure that like because of where I'm going to be living, I'm going to have to do the podcast from like a closet or something. So I'll have some other funny way of putting in that. And I we'll hate look where back I am. on fondly the 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 Emma's parents' house, uh, the Commodore. Exactly. Uh, the time. 
episodes. Yeah. Oh, it's time to be real. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going great. Okay. Podcast. Ah, follow me on Be Real, everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyways, so she works for the Daily Telegraph. She does wedding yes, announcements. Yes, she works. Long. I got one sentence into the recap before we. <laughs> got derailed it was my fault this time that's okay that's okay it was a very valid point i mean so yes she works for the daily telegraph she writes wedding announcements she was in a relationship with this guy jasper can't believe i remembered his name played I mean, by name. played by um rufus sewell uh he will you will recognize as the british villain in many films yes uh she was in a relationship with him and she thought she loved him and she thought he loved her, but then he was cheating on her with somebody who worked there. But then they kind of like remained in this weird situation ship for years where she's thinks that she's yeah. in love with him and is like putting up with all of his shit. And like, it doesn't seem like they've been sleeping together since they broke up, but it's, he's still, he's, he's still manipulating her by using yeah. her feelings for him. It's, it's oh, for I mean, sure. classic bullshit. Like, Classic very much, I mean, very much a thing that happens to to pe- people um, oh, yeah. in the real world all the time. Yes. Oh, so I've been there. Sure. Yeah. 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 We all have, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So she uh, is miserable and depressed and she wants to get away. Uh, meanwhile, Amanda, played by Cameron Diaz in Los Angeles, is a... Um, at first, I thought she was an editor for movie trailers, but they do have a line at the end saying that she yeah. owns a company that does marketing which, for movies, which makes which makes a so big much difference. more sense. Yes, yeah, because yes. at first, when I was just like, "This is her house, and she just edits movie trailers." Mm-hmm. What the fuck kind of life is this? Yeah, no. I mean, here's the other thing: like, and she's very young to mm-hmm. have that kind of power in Hollywood. I think, but that's yeah. not the that's neither here nor there. It's a made-up job. It's a made-up job, yeah. Um, and she is in a relationship with Edward Burns, um, and he has been cheating on her, and they break up. She's kicking him out of the house at the beginning yes. of, the, of the movie. Kicking and him into we, the curb. Yes, absolutely. And she wants to get out of Los Angeles, so she looks up on Google um, <laughs> where to go. And uh, vacations, and she decides on Surrey, and she finds a house swap uh, scheme, as they would call it in England, um, and uh, a beautiful cottage in the in Surrey in England. Um, yeah. Also, sick burn on the Cotswolds, by the way. I which mean, is, the, the Cotswolds are. Have you been to the Cotswolds? I haven't. I think I've driven through it. I've always wanted to go. So the Cotswolds listeners is basically if you've ever seen Midsummer Murders, you've been, ever seen any sort of like cozy mystery, it's usually set in the Cotswolds. The Cotswolds is very nice, very expensive, very like old British villagey. It's adorable. And the fact that she just like shits on the Cotswolds, I'm just like, okay, you see one house that looks lame and you're like, no whatever that seems like nancy myers had an axe to grind against the cotswolds i don't know right (laughs) um but kate winslet lives in a thomas kincaid painting in surrey and so that is where they decide to switch and of course cameron diaz lives in a beverly hills mansion 
Yes, of um, course she does. Because where else would Cameron Diaz live? Well, I mean, obviously. So the two of them switch houses uh, for what, like two weeks, I think is what the... I think it's two weeks because at one yeah, yeah, point, yeah. Kate Winslet says, I'm going to be here for nine more days. Yeah, yeah. I think it's two weeks. So Cameron Diaz goes to England where she does not fit in. Um, nope. Because and like and she oh my god and she's like that whole scene where the car drops her off and she has to like walk a mile to the the house in the heels. I mean, to be she fair, was wearing those heels on the airplane. Really? Well, she was first class. They she probably got like free slippers. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Off. I've never ridden what? first class. I wouldn't know. <laughs> the fact that the guy was like, I can't go in there because there's no way I'm going to turn around. Looking at where that house was, he absolutely could fucking turn around. Also, oh, of course he could. Yeah, she. Um, they switch cars and everything, including Kate Winslet's dog. Um, yeah, that's weird. Um, and also, I wanted weird. to know we they never named the dog. I was they paying never attention. Named the dog. Yeah, which is um a huge oversight, massive oversight. Although to Why, be fair, this movie very much feels like. Like Nancy Myers cut like a three hour rom com and they forced her to cut it down to two hours and twenty minutes, which is how long it is. Which is very long for a rom com. It was still very long. I left and went to the bat I've seen this movie so many times that I just like yeah. I had to like get up at one point and walk around and Yeah, I, I watched it in two sessions. Yeah. That um, was smart. Very long for a for a rom com. Some would say too long, but it also feels <laughs> slight, like there's things that are missing, like yeah. half of Jack Black's performance, but we'll get there yeah um the rat uh yes so she doesn't quite fit in and she's thinking about leaving until uh jude law drunkenly shows up on her doorstep i mean same girl god right (laughs) meanwhile in los angeles kate winslet is uh having the time of her life she really is yeah, yeah. She's got the she's got the button that brings the blackout curtains yeah, down in the she's vent. Live, laugh, like, loving. Oh my god! Like she's I would kill for like that. Nobody's watching. Yeah, I don't even have curtains in my bedroom. Uh, let alone a blackout curtains controlled by a remote. I would kill exactly. for that. Exactly. Yeah, and then she, of course, meets uh, Mr. Jack Black, America's sweetheart. <laughs> Usually, I use that facetiously, but he really was America's sweetheart at this point, especially he, in two thousand. He was weirdly, yeah, because yeah. this was post Shallow House, so he's already dipped his toes into <laughs> the world of rock. I was gonna say School of Rock, and you <laughs> went with Shallow House. Yes, this was after School of Rock, and it was after King Kong, both of which were kind of like you know experiments in seeing how jack black like worked on a on a as a as the lead of a movie yeah um he's not a leading king kong but it is a different part for him yeah um and school of rock is amazing i love school of rock so great yeah um i love jack black in general he's he's great this is it's a definitely an odd pairing like you wouldn't expect jack black to be in a rom-com at all and him pairing him with kate winslet is a bit of a of a strange uh pairing but it's also it's also weird because it's it's not really about him and her. Whereas it's the not. Cameron Diaz, well, I mean, it would be boring if it was just the same thing yeah. twice, you know. So it has to they have to change it up a little bit. But the Cameron Diaz Jude Law thing is very much a traditional romance, oh, and yeah. Jack Black is dating Shannon Sassamon at the beginning, yeah. which Shannon Sassamon and Rufus Sewell, so both of the 
the other people in the Kate Winslet story were in uh, the classic movie A Knight's Tale together. Yeah. Which I'm sure you saw on your IMDb trivia. <laughs> but it's the first thing that popped you in my head. You betcha. Um, Shannon Sossamon, the only thing she was ever in was A Knight's Tale in this, as far as I know. I think she was actually in Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Fair I enough. think she yeah. was. I need to yeah. double check that. But um, Good I for think her. She's perfectly fine in this. She has about yep. four lines. Yeah. Isn't she also in that movie with um, Josh Hartnett where he gives up sex for 40 days and I then have not he makes seen her that movie. come with a feather? Yeah. I have not seen that, but uh, that does sound intriguing. <laughs> He's like, well, we can't have sex, but like we can do other things. And when you're watching, you're like, what other things? And then he just gently caresses her with a feather and she comes and yeah i mean sounds kind of hot to me yeah hey i mean if it's josh hartnett doing it the um she is in it she's in wrist cutters yeah she's in wrist cutters love story the emo rom-com i'm way off so uh (laughs) but more importantly in los angeles she meets eli wallach who is Uh. America's sweetheart, Eli Wallach. <laughs> Adorable little man who... I love him. He's, he's, he's great. He's a, he's a screenwriter who has an Oscar and an Emmy in his apartment, that she, in his house that she later sees. He yeah. lives next door to her. She meets him when she's driving and he is, you know, 90 years old and he's lost. And she says, um, do you know where uh, I live? And he, he, she goes, yes. And he goes, well, that makes one of us. Yeah. Um, and then he kind yeah. of regales her with tales of, of old Hollywood. Um, yeah. and she says, was, was old Hollywood as good as it seemed? And he goes better. And immediately <laughs> I thought of the movie Babylon. <laughs> yeah. The, the drug and piss orgy. And then I just imagine Eli Wallach, like right there in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. Just, just little itty bitty Eli Wallach, just like hanging yeah. out around. Yeah, having uh, a good time. Yep. Be getting peed on. Yeah. Probably, probably. I bet he was into that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's too adorable. The um. Well, see, I had this like I had this false memory that he that there was a plot line about him being blacklisted during like the um the McCarthy hearing stuff, but that is not true. I made that up in my head. That's. Um, I mean, why do I feel like I would believe that that's a storyline in this movie? Right, because I mean, like, it doesn't seem like there's not really much to him. It's like he. No. He stopped working in Hollywood at some point and his wife died, I believe. Yeah, his wife died. Yeah. His wife, who they were like soulmates and all yeah. of his old Hollywood friends, they love to talk about ladies' asses and they love to sure. talk about his wife's ass. And um, and yeah, and so like that's pretty much it. And like also being a catalyst to get Jack Black and Kate Winslet together. Weirdly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And so Jack Black meets her and does one of the two sluttiest things a man can do. Um, (laughs) He walks up to her and he says, you've got an eyelash on your face. With his girlfriend in the car, reaches out and gets the eyelash off her face. Like, what the fuck? Um, Who does that? I mean, it's cute, but like, it is very, it's very slutty. It's a very slutty thing for him to do. First thing. Um, He acts like. Yeah, he acts like he's in a rom-com straight off the bat before he even yeah. breaks up with Shannon's awesome on. Yeah. Um, that's why it meanwhile- works, I think, honestly, is because, yeah. I mean, just as like a little sidetrack, is because he um, 
he automatically every time he sees Kate Winslet I mean and I would too every time he sees Kate Winslet he just sort of like glows and he just sort of like glows with this sort of like awe of her and you just go oh yeah I mean she's Kate Winslet how do you not exactly exactly but sorry I I, I interrupted you this time no no it's fine and you know that they're gonna get together because they're yeah. looking at each other in the in a photo on the poster yeah they're eye fucking yeah um, so on, in England, uh, you find out that Jude Law is Kate Winslet's brother who did not know that she had gone to America for this exchange thing because they I did it, they did it like the day before, like they have yeah. 24 hours notice. But you have so much time in the airport to at least like, I don't know, call your brother and be like, Hey dude, I'm going to be Especially if your brother come, comes and drunkenly knocks on your door a lot, which he says yeah. is like a thing. And he's a um, single dad. Yeah. Yeah, he's daddy, as he says daddy. himself. Yeah, I'm daddy. Which, and my Mr. God, Rockin he is. He, Jude Law, at, I, I texted Emma when I was watching this the other night, and I said, this is going to be a long episode, Emma, because I can talk about, for an hour about Jude Law by himself. I mean, my only hang-up is, is, yeah. I mean, What's Jude your only hang-up? Because, well, didn't he cheat on Sienna Miller? Well, that's Jude Law. We're not talking about Jude Law. We're talking about... Graham, Graham Harvest Marsh Marsh Marsh. Yep, Skepkis. I don't remember. I had yeah. their last name down at some point. Which also, you find out that they too. So, like Amanda is independently wealthy, but you find out that Kate Winslet and Jude Law are are from are family wealthy because their parents are successful um, writers and editors. And so his like he even says once that he's like yes my mother my mom she she she's actually a very important editor at a random house um, <laughs> and i was like terrible oh, that's impression by the way you're welcome um, <laughs> and so that's how they can much like your charlie impression stunning houses i mean they're all the same and after a yeah. while it just all sounds the same. that is it that is what british people sound like just in general though you're right just yeah. in general <laughs> um you get so much flack about that he, um, uh, I apologize to all of our British listeners for this episode and all the episodes in the future. It's not going to get better. Um, I mean, honestly, his only flaw is that he's British, obviously. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, and, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he has a secret. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. So, um, it's an adorable secret. It's two it's adorable, adorable secrets. Secret. And I get it. They sleep together immediately, which because of course they do. The most realistic yeah. thing that happens in this movie is that Jude Law and uh, Cameron Diaz fuck the second they see each other. Yeah, because who wouldn't? Why? Exactly. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> and um, and they kind of like have to like navigate like what this is. This is the plot of like a million rom-coms and especially like romance novels, especially ones that I read. Where it's, you know, it's all about like, oh, but this is going to end and we have, we, it's too difficult to like come, come up with some reason about how we're going to do this. Are we going to do long distance? Are we going to just live in the moment? He doesn't want something serious. And he's thinking yeah. she doesn't want anything serious. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. a, it's very, it's very classic. It's a classic romance um, plot. Yeah. So that's basically the movie. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot more to that. Yeah. You find out that he um, he has two daughters because he's widowed, oh. which is the hottest way a man can have two daughters. Exactly. Um, Thanks, Nancy Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hottest way. 
Because, like, divorced, like, I mean, come on, that's a whole other thing. I mean, nothing mm. against being divorced, obviously, but, like, you know. Well, obviously, you would be thinking, well, what did you do? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she's going to be there, and, you know, she's probably not going to like you. Why would she? Exactly. It's, like, complicated. But the wife's yeah. dead? That's perfect. Way hotter. It's way hotter if she's dead. <laughs> you guys can fuck at her cemetery. You can yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. you know. A little emo uh, Emma coming yep. up there, huh? Right. Talking in the cemetery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emma, have you ever uh, had, had sex at a cemetery? Surprisingly, no, I haven't. Really? I have not. Yeah. I have not. Had I have. I've like second or third base in a cemetery, but not actual sex. Yeah. I've had sex under a bridge. Oh. That's the second most emo place. Yeah, under a yeah, I mean, under a bridge. Depends on the bridge. Is it a bridge on the road to Rose Hill Cottage in England? Because that's not no, very emo. No, it's a bridge. That's in picturesque, Spring, Texas. Oh, okay, that's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it is also a bridge where I shot many photos for the band that I was taking pictures for at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta have, a, yeah. you gotta shoot a band under a bridge. I mean, that's... oh yeah, we took many yeah. under a bridge, an abandoned house, in several abandoned yeah. houses. Yeah. Um, by trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> in backyards. Well, a little bit of Emma lore there. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Um. So I... yeah. Uh. That. So that continues. Um. The. Um. The kids are adorable. Uh. We get to yep. meet Mr. Napkinhead, one of the greatest Mr. characters in the history. In the history of film. Do you think he wears that in bed? I mean, I would make him, honestly. <laughs> the, Mr. Um, Napkinhead. Mr. Napkinhead, heavens. <laughs> um, heavens. So they're dealing with that. Meanwhile, Kate Winslet is dealing with kind of uh, depression and letting this man... Yeah who she is not in a relationship with rule her rule her life and you know yeah. mostly that's she she solves that by talking to eli wallach it's really eli wallach is a bigger character in this movie than jack black is yeah but and i wonder if there were scenes that got cut you know i think that or maybe it was just you know there's got not been. not super thought out writing it's hard to say mm. uh not that i would want <laughs> this to be any longer but no, um, God, no. i mean make it a that does seem to be how it is um it's um <laughs> oh uh the um yeah he says that uh eli wallach says you know you need to be the leading lady of your own life and that is that's basically her arc with yeah. him because she's helping him um you know, the, he, it turns out that, you know, he was this, you know, really big screenwriter, like in the in old Hollywood. And he's been kind of he feels like he's been forgotten. But the WGA wants to have like a tribute night for him and he doesn't want to go. And so she convinces him to go. And so they're leading up to that. And she's helping him, like, get ready in terms of like getting something to wear. And she's going to go with yeah. him. And he's nervous, but he won't be able to walk up the stairs. And so she's training him um to do that and it's um it's very sweet and he tells you know old hollywood stories about you know cary grant and he has her watch yeah. like the most amazing movies they're watching his gal yeah. his girl friday in one movie they talk about the lady eve which are oh. all movies we could watch on this podcast yeah. um i love Black our lady Black eve films. i don't think i've ever actually seen our lady eve Let's put it put it on the list. Oh yeah, yeah. The Lady Eve is is fantastic. Yeah, I think it is on the list. I think that and His Girl Friday and Philadelphia okay. Story. I've got a lot of classics yeah. on there that will 
Oh, good. We'll pepper in at some point. Yeah. She meets Jack Black, who is a film composer. Yep. And um, they he is in a relationship with Shannon Sossamon, but she is out uh, out of town shooting a movie. And so he does rom com stuff with her. Like, um, he... Yeah, he gets, he kisses her on the cheek, and then she leaves, and then he, and then he leaves, and comes back, and he kisses her again. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to kiss you twice. That was weird." Yeah. And then I lingered. Um, behaves very much like he's falling in love with her, which is a different way to play it. You know, I get yeah. that they want need to be different stories and kind of different arcs, but it's I don't know. It's it's a little it's a little strange. Like, sounds like you've got a little bit of a hang up about the approach that Jack Black his <laughs> character. No, no, I mean I think he's I think he's charming. I can see yeah. how some people would think it's annoying. There's the scene in a blockbuster yeah. which is I can see why you would think that it could get annoying and obviously why the more charming storyline is you know, the Cameron Diaz Jude Law one. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I just I think I really loved the out of the box casting with it because it is sort of like really real. Oh, I wrote something about this, about the way people look. <laughs> I have opinions on how people looked. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that everyone in America that's cast to be American with the exception of Black Jack Black um is like absolutely well i guess everyone from cameron diaz's world is gorgeous and mm-hmm. all the british people with the exception of jude law are like fine i'm like hello hello i'm british <laughs> daddy daddy can you let her come inside oh my oh, god they're, they're so fucking cute. adorable the cutest that whole scene oh in the world um so yeah so let's do these two scenes then so in, they yeah. in she goes to his she shows, shows up at his house she's she keeps saying like okay this is it we're not doing this we can't yeah. be in a relationship because i gotta go back to los angeles and so she shows up at his house and she's like hey and she's like got this super like sexy dress on and like heels yeah. and she goes and knocks on his door and he's there and he's like oh hello and it's like that classic thing where the man like yeah. doesn't open the door all the way you're like, obviously, and, like, there's a lady in there. You know somebody's there. And she's like, oh, you've got company, don't you? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I'll leave. And then it's like, the cutest girl in the world shows up. And she's like, daddy, who's this? <laughs> and then, have you come to eat dinner with us? Would you like to come inside? And then followed by immediately by an even cuter kid cuter. behind her with bangs. <gasps> oh my god and then them lying down uh, in the little tent oh my god God. and she goes i like your lipstick and she goes i think it's Uh called berry kiss and she goes berry kiss berry kiss she she touches some and she puts it on her and uh, oh my god she's like you're very pretty Ah. oh my god and then like you know jude law's hand is next to hers and like he barely touches her hand with oh it's the best the best but did you did you notice in that moment what why that happened why that moment this is the first time i actually noticed the meaning of that that movement (laughs) so 
earlier when they go out on their quote unquote first date, they are having conversation about get to know you. And Cameron Diaz goes into this long talk about why she's so hung up on relationships and why she doesn't cry anymore. It's because her parents got divorced when she was like 12, I think. Oh, and right. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. was like super surprised. She like came home one day and they sat her down and they were like, we're getting divorced. It came out of nowhere, blindsided her. And that was the same day as like that her dad moved out was the day that they told her. And she's so hung up about it because she she didn't see it coming. They were so close, the three of them, because she's an only child, that they used to call each other the Three Musketeers. And so while they're in that little, like, tent underneath with Iris, Olivia, Jude Law's adorable babies, and Jude Law and Cameron Diaz, uh, I believe it's Olivia's the youngest, is saying they're talking about how they never get to have girls over as guests, like, that aren't, you know, their friends. There's never any girls there. And then um, they say something along the lines of how it's always just the three of us. And then Iris goes, the three musketeers. And then yeah, that's yeah. when Jude well, Iris Law- is Kate Winslet. So it's got just another name. Oh, damn. Not Iris. Yeah. Ah, um, the littlest one. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, she goes, yeah, the, she three says the three musketeers. And then at that moment, you get that close up shot of Jude Law's hand touching kate winslet's hand Mm -hmm. in sort of comfort because he recognizes that that's something like that's sort of like a a sore spot for her yeah obviously and so it's just very cute but it's also got this like overarching feeling of yeah there's a lot of meanings yeah but she wants a family and you know that's he's and he's daddy he is daddy and like the most important thing she learns to cry (laughs) Yeah, so that's her whole deal. Her whole deal is like, <laughs> I haven't cried since the day my parents divorced or whatever. Yeah, and she constantly is trying to make herself cry. On several occasions, she's trying to make herself cry, which is very funny. Cameron Diaz is very good in this. Um, oh, she's excellent. I, Cameron Diaz, underrated actor, honestly. I think she's good oh, in, in everything, sure. pretty much. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Kate Winslet's arc is is more about Rufus Sewell. Yeah, yeah, because he's like emailing her and it's like, hey, I want you to read these pages of my book. Like, even though she left the country, he's still got his hooks in her. And then near the end of the movie, he shows up in L.A. and is like, you know, we can still be together. And she's like, are you, are you still engaged? Oh, yeah, because he gets engaged. That's right. Yeah. That's what sends yeah. her to Los Angeles in the first place at like the first holiday thing. party at yeah. the Daily fucking Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> um, they announce his engagement. To another coworker, yeah, and then she's like, and she's like, "Well, are you still engaged?" He's like, "Well, yeah, but we could still like, you know." And he no. wants to have her as like his side piece, and she fi- that's finally enough for her. Yeah, it's just like because he kept like dodging the question. It's just like, dude, that's such a red flag. And like old Kate Winslet pre the house switch would have been like, "Okay, whatever. Here's a Christmas mm-hmm. present," but like mm-hmm. she is empowered. She's leading her live her like living her leading life, leading lady. Ah, let me get this. She is living her leading lady life. She is no yeah. longer the best friend. As should we all. We should all be living our leading lady lives. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I was going to say, I want to do the blockbuster scene real quick. Because that's oh, kind yeah, of yeah. the counterpoint to her meeting the kids. Um, yes. So she and Jack Black go to blockbuster together because they're not like doing a cute thing anyway um and (laughs) he's like taking all the movie he's taking all the movies off the shelves and is like doing the 
the, talking about the score and he's obsessed with the mm-hmm. score and he's doing this Jack Black thing where he's like scooby doo 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 which some people Murder. would find annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one thing he does point out, he points out um, one of the movies is a Hans Zimmer score and Hans Zimmer did the music for this. So I thought that was oh. cute. There's another little fun fact about that scene if you would like to know the fun. Is it about Dustin Hoffman? It's about Dustin Hoffman. Uh, so Dustin Hoffman has a cameo in this movie. It's in very the annoying. Scene. It's, it's very grown worthy. Yeah, yeah, it's very grown worthy. And I'll tell you because, why it's um, grown worthy. Because Jack Black is doing The Graduate um, mm-hmm. and is singing Mrs. Robinson. And he said, you know, that was written for the movie. It's actually part of the score. And then it cuts to Zach, to Dustin Hoffman, who like says something like, he goes, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, I can't go anywhere or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently, so how that came to be was that while they were shooting that scene inside a blockbuster in LA, um, Dustin Hoffman noticed all the cameras outside. I guess he also had to go to Blockbuster. <laughs> and he decided to stop in and see what was happening. And he knows Nancy Myers because, of course, Dustin Hoffman knows Nancy Myers. And so, uh, I guess they just sort of threw him in while they were shooting. They were, he was just like, hey, can I be in your movie? And Nancy Meyer was like, absolutely. Do you want to say something funny? And he goes, this is the best I can think of. <laughs> and he's like, no, I won't say something funny. No. And so that's what they did in the movie. <laughs> uh, it sucks. It's the worst thing in the movie. The worst thing in the movie is that Dustin Hoffman cameo because... He sucks, first of all, as a person. And secondly, it's it's completely outside the movie. Like, it just, it's awful. I mean, it only happened because Dustin Hoffman needed to go rent something. So I'm putting the lie to the fact that Blockbuster was over by 2006. So I guess it wasn't. <laughs> if Dustin Hoffman was going to Dustin Blockbuster going in 2006. To, I mean, and if anybody has their finger on the pulse of the way that media consumption right? is going, it's Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> it's Dustin Hoffman. I mean, who knows? He could have also been going to the Pinkberry next door, because I'm assuming That's there's true. a Pinkberry next door. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Are Pinkberries still around? Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah, that was a... That was a flash in the pan. Flash in the Pinkberry was a flash in the pan, yeah. <laughs> Cameron Diaz is this very type A kind of, you know, lives for her work. Uh, also, we I should mention that her two, the two people who work for her are Catherine Hahn and... Um, What's his name? Jim from Jim the office. From the office. Oh, uh, John Krasinski. God. John Krasinski and Catherine Hahn are they her two like stacked this cast lackeys. Who I mean, I mean, he the office was already on at this point, so this was yeah. probably like you know, hey, it's Jim from the office. But Catherine Hahn, I mean, like I guess she had been in stuff, but like she certainly wasn't as famous as she is. Yeah, as she, she was even like ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't Catherine Hahn yet. She was. Yeah. Because I don't think really until like Anchorman, maybe a little bit after Anchorman, mm-hmm. um, was really when she started getting in everyone's face. Very well, like. Getting welcomed. in everyone's face. Getting in everyone's face. Like, I love Catherine Hahn. Love uh, Catherine you, Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the show I Love Dick? No, I haven't, oh, but so I've heard good. it's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, it's she was so in a, weird. Yeah. Have you seen the show Mrs. Fletcher? No. And so there, so now we've each recommended a one season uh, HBO TV show <laughs> starring Katherine Hahn to the other. Um, they're both very good. No, this is after Anchorman, actually. Anchorman is 2004. Oh, really? Oh, God. 
Yeah. So this is after Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, well, um, so I do. Do you have anything else about those scenes? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then oh, while they're yeah. at Blockbuster, he sees Shannon Sassamon out with some rando uh, and yeah. she's been lying to him. And so he has to go break up with with her. And so that partially inspires. And also, I think mostly Eli Wallach telling her that she needs to be the leading lady inspires her to get to to kick um, uh, Rufus Sewell out of her life, which is <laughs> which is honestly her arc. Her yeah. arc is not about falling in love with Jack Black. Like we no. don't even, they don't even kiss until the end of the movie. Yeah. We, the, their relationship, it's more about her being open and deciding that she's not in love with Rufus Sewell. Yeah. Whereas Cameron Diaz yeah. is the opposite where she's having to decide that she can be in love. Yeah. With Which I Jude love Law. that dichotomy. I love yeah. that you get like the classic rom-com on one side and then you get sort of a more like female empowered, um, I mean, Kate Winslet even gives her own go get your man speech at the end. I made a, I made a note of it. She gives yeah. her own go get your man speech. And, yeah. and it's very much like, like you said, like it's less about falling in love with Jack Black than it is more about like her just becoming her own person and making Rufus, what's his face, Jasper, less of her personality. Yeah. And being, and being, uh, and being open, you know, being, yeah. being yeah. ready being ready for love. Um, All it took was helping one old man. Yeah. Um, who also like gives the most boring speech in the world at the WGA <laughs> thing. I don't know. Like, again, I bet they had Lindsay Myers wrote like, cause I mean, she can write yeah. a monologue. I mean, Kate Winslet's got like five of them in this movie. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, oh, I know you don't like monologues, do you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, the, it's not that I don't like this monologues. Is the Emma, this is the Emma Palizza <laughs> midnight mass criticism that there's too many <laughs> monologues. It's not Whereas I love a monologue. a monologue. If anybody I ever like wants to monologue. produce one of my plays, they're full of monologues. So many monologues. Uh, one of my favorite monologues is a Katie Coleman original. But um, no, I I just I it irks me when writers use only monologues. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you don't. You have dialogue. Midnight Mass had an entire episode that was just fucking monologues it was monologue to monologue and the monologues didn't even really have that much to do with one another and they were just monologuing to each other's faces it was real sad it was a real sad vampire show you should all watch it it just dra- it's go get your girl favorite. podcast gives it yeah. one thumb up and one thumb down <laughs> guess who gives which one <laughs> um yes but his his speech is like um you know I moved to Hollywood a long time ago and like he it's he doesn't say anything that's really interesting. He just kind of like I'm old goes and, goes and be's old and, and, and is old on stage. And then it just kind of wisely cuts away from that. And then, you yeah. know, Jack Black, he broke up with Shannon Sassamon and he wrote yeah. he writes a, he writes he writes a score for yeah. Arthur to play when he walks up on the stage it so it'll give him confidence like to walk him. up the steps. Yeah. yeah, and she goes, oh, it, she goes, it sounds like him. And he goes, I wrote one for you, too, which is the second sluttiest thing a man can uh, do. Write you a score. Write a score that sounds like you? Excuse uh, me? Oh, oh my, God. my God. Let me just go make out with Jack Black right now. Yeah, right? 
Talk about wet pants. I mean, um, anytime anyone says anything artistic that's like, this is for you, I'm yeah. like, let me just drop trow right now. Right? <laughs> um, Jesus. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And he's like, and you know, like some people, like I, I think would, would argue that they don't think that, that Jack Black is attractive. And uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. I think Jack yeah. Black is a cutie pie and the 100%. meme of the person leaning into the microphone saying would in this movie. <laughs> 100%. Would. Would. And I think I think that he in this movie is made even more so by his by being so charismatic and being so slutty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's I think he's very charming. Yeah, he's very charming. And he obviously uh, loves her. Yeah. (laughs) And not Shannon Sossamon. And honestly, getting picked over Shannon Sossamon in 2006 is is a is a big step in your favor, too. I mean, it's Kate Winslet. But, you know, uh, I so what happens after the movie ends, though, is my question. Yeah, it, they really kind of just avoid it because there's this whole mess. Because on the <laughs> other end, like in England, they yeah. do this whole thing where she's like, "Well, you know, we could, we could, um, you know, uh, do long distance and you know grow to resent each other and try to make time, and we won't be able to do it." But um, and then break up six months from now when you know we love each other and you know we'll um, uh, we'll end up being even more heartbroken than before. And then he goes, "I love you," yeah. and then she says nothing nothing Um, because i mean like i get it like you know sometimes you don't know what to say when somebody says that to you you when jude law says i love you well again not jude law (laughs) jude law has never told me that he loves me if only except not jude law i don't want jude law to say that he loves me i want Garrett Graham, or Graham or whatever his name whatever is. their last name is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Jude Something Law um by the way uh seven children yeah by many ladies five different women yeah yeah he he does not know how to keep it in his pants he does not seem like a, yeah and there's the fair famous like he cheated on um mm-hmm. uh Sienna Miller, with, Miller. With, with the nanny Sienna fucking Miller yeah yeah gorgeous flawless sienna miller yeah that just makes me so sad yeah so um so yeah so again cameron (laughs) diaz leaves and is like i'm going to the airport and then she's in the car and then she realizes that she does love him and she starts to cry and then she knows and then she does like the airport scene is cute because she's in the car to the airport but it doesn't get to the airport the car stops and then she runs in like four inch heels in the snow yeah. full speed which good for her oh boy and there's that yeah. one there's that one wide shot where you can see that's really her and she's really doing it. so good oh, for her yeah you know. uh, another emma's fun fact um cameron diaz stated in an interview years later that she believes the holiday to be her most physical film that she's ever done even more so than charlie's angels because of all the running and heels she had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it it clearly looks like she I mean, I don't know if they CGI'd it, but it really looks like she really did it. Um it's very impressive. Running. No, the heels. <laughs> She's wearing oh. tennis shoes and they CGI'd stilettos on it. Can you imagine? I they didn't have that technology in two thousand six. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean I don't I, I don't know how she didn't break them. It's on it's on yeah. the ground. I mean she's Cameron Diaz. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's why they pay her $20 million to do this movie, I'm sure. Exactly. Um, And my favorite part is she gets she gets back to Rose Hill Cottage and she opens the door and she's like, Graham, and then he comes from the other room and he's been crying. And he's been weeping and he goes, I know, I said that I'm a crier. <laughs> and I'm like, adorable. Oh, so cute. Um, uh, cry on my co- shoulder anytime. But we... Do they do not resolve any of the issues that she had she had that they had brought up? Like no. we don't know. Like they just so, were like fuck it. Because back in Los Angeles, um, she's like, oh, I'm going back to England, and Jack Black is like, I've never been to England. Maybe I, if I come to to England, can we go on a date with me on New Year's? And she's <laughs> like, yeah. And so like the last shot is all four of them in the in a, in the only the only scene they're all in, um. <laughs> With the little girls, and it's like a New Year's party, and all four of them yeah. are together. And like Cameron Diaz and Jack Black get to do a silly little dance. Yeah, we don't get any closure on how it's going to work. Nope. There's no, we don't, we, we don't know. Like, is it going to be like fifty fifty? Is Kate Winslet going to move to America and work for Fox News? <laughs> <laughs> do wedding announcements for Fox News? And then Cameron Diaz, is she just going to start doing British trailers? Like, I mean, they have options because they're rich. That's true. That's true. Nancy Myers has never made a movie about people who aren't as rich as her. I don't think. Um, (laughs) At least at least not since uh, Private Benjamin, which I haven't seen. But from what I understand, it's Goldie Hawn in the army. So I'm guessing. (laughs) I didn't know that was Nancy Myers. She she wrote it and her, her husband at the time directed it. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, the Father of the Bride movies were them. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Very much. The Father of the Bride movies are very much the Nancy Myers aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, don't yeah. worry. Don't worry about what we do. Just look at this house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> look at this kitchen. Um, God, the kitchen. So, yeah. So, which brings me to the white sweater of yes. this movie, which to me has got to be Rose Hill Cottage. Oh, 100%. It yeah. is that cozy, adorable cottage, which I will say, as someone humble brag with a husband from England, um, it the cold that she's feeling is not a lie. The only heat that that house probably has are those fireplaces, and it is yeah. snowing outside. And also, England, it's like a wet cold. It's my mm-hmm. sister-in-law. I love her. And like, but like we go back a lot at Christmas and we stay with them and it's cold. It's just always cold. Like the floor is always cold. It's just always cold everywhere. But that's just England. That's how I am everywhere all the time. Just always cold. Always cold. So that house is adorable and great. And I bet it's amazing in the springtime and probably hell in July because there's no AC in the UK. Also, I will say Cameron Diaz's first night in that house where she's just drinking wine, eating cheese, watching TV, listening to the killers on the couch, yeah. reading a book. 2006, <laughs> um, uh, 2006. Uh, 2006 core, uh, the killers, yeah. yeah. We had, the soundtrack was amazing. I also took a uh, screenshot of the stack of books that she has in her first oh, class yeah. bed flight that she's on. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, screenshot, we've got The Kite Runner. The Power yep. of Now, Atonement, Team of okay. Rivals, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, what? Bob Dylan Chronicles, The Corrections, and Alice Munro's Runaway, which is just, <laughs> like, I worked at a bookstore for years, and, like, that is 
the most like cliche white girl like stack of books I could possibly imagine and I just know Nancy Myers picked those books herself like I mean the the next book I could think of that she would have is what is the one that Reese Witherspoon did a movie that Gilmore Girls made fun of wild oh yeah 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 um yeah um, yeah wild yeah wild, wild or eat pray love you know it's yeah, very eat, she's pray, really love. They hadn't come out yet, but yeah, it's yeah. very, she's eat, pray, loving her, her way across the yeah. Atlantic. Um, exactly. I love that. But um, it's so the corrections also shows up in Cameron Diaz's house. It shows up in Jude Law's house. So I don't know what they've got going on with the corrections <laughs> by Jonathan Franzen, but it seems like product placement. I don't know. I don't know if Sony was like pushing for it or something but yeah the corrections shows up several times it's just got a very like it's a it's a big black spine and big orange letters so it like sticks out and you just notice it or at least i do he had an in i guess yeah you know he was on (laughs) oprah's book club and decided he was too good for it so she kicked him out i don't know yeah so now you remember that drama no wait oprah kicked someone out yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I think it was the first book in Oprah's Book Club, maybe, or maybe the second. Um, and uh, this guy, Jonathan Franzen, like, just just irritating, <laughs> like, lit bro um, stuff. It's very much like, you know, if whatever the opposite of chick lit is. Um, <laughs> bro, fro. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, well, you know, but, you know, like, like pretentious. Um, mm-hmm guy who won't stop talking to you at the bar about it you know yeah 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 um i'll re- he, also yeah, really into but, crypto sure, yeah now yeah absolutely yes very in a nft like pseudo intellectual mm-hmm. man book yeah mm-hmm. and um it's uh yeah it came when i was in high school um i think i think about like our english teacher was telling us about it maybe because it was like a big event this big book came out oprah picked it for her book club he said yes, but then changed his mind and said he didn't want to be on it. So, oh, I do remember this. So she like had a whole episode where she like raked him over the coals on her episode about it, which like good for her, you know? Yeah. Like what you think you're too good for Oprah? Get over yourself. Nobody's too good for Oprah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's uh, all very relevant to this movie. Very, very relevant. Um, oh yeah, um, another adorable um, thing that I noticed uh, in the the first night she gets there, and Jude Law shows up at her um, her house. Um, he comes in, he turns his back on her, and she very quickly pulls her leggings out from her socks, which she had them stuffed in, which is <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, except I think they're I, cute with those legs. But um, well, yeah, so- I'm just saying, if Jude Law showed up at my house right now. I would yeah. do the same thing. <laughs> Got to make yourself sexy. Nobody exactly, wants to right. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I had an existential moment watching this movie. Towards the end, there's the scene where they go to the WGA event that's honoring um, Eli Wallach. And they go in and this little usher guy comes up to them and says, Mr. Abbott, we're ready for you. I wrote down the line because I had this moment where I was like, ah, oh, that guy, that guy, he auditioned yeah. with that line. Oh probably yeah. Probably 500 other people auditioned with that line. He probably mm-hmm. fretted all day about how he would say that one line. 
And he just wanted to, everyone to know that he wanted Mr. Abbott to know that they're ready for him. Probably I also, I also noticed that performance because I thought, I bet this guy, like, because I bet, I, I bet he like had a career after that. Cause I, I was almost disappointed that I didn't recognize him. Cause I expected right? it to be like, you know, I don't know, some, some guy, you know, somebody who was like yeah. 20 when this movie came out and now he's like an actor that everybody recognizes like yeah, Zach yeah, Woods yeah. or something like, exactly. You know? Um, and, uh, it wasn't, I did not recognize him. So no, but I mean, like, it's also not that far off to think of that because oh for sure that happens all the time we get john krasinski and katherine hahn in roles that Mm -hmm. have almost as many lines as this one character yeah yeah but they weren't fretting over their one line self-tape yeah i just like felt there's very few there's very few um you know uh speaking extras in in this movie um there's him and there's a lady at the grocery store in England. Oh, she's so great. That's, That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Because yeah. she goes she's to like Cameron Diaz. She's like having a goes, party. Oh, yeah. Looks like somebody's having a party. And Cameron Diaz just goes, yeah. And then she's yeah. she'd opened the bottle of wine in the store and was drinking yeah. it while she was going to the grocery store, which like fucking queen behavior, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, wish we could all be like that. Yeah. But I mean, she she's about to get back up. in her car. On, well, no, no, not yet. On, no, but like she's she's in oh, the that's true. She drove to the grocery store. That was the thing was that I was so frust- so like stressed for her because I too have driven on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong mm-hmm. side of the car, on the wrong side of the road in Australia, and uh, it was terrifying. And so I yeah. get it, girl. And so she's like stressed out and like, oh, this is so weird. I hate this. And um, uh, that is exactly how I felt. And then she goes in and she drinks almost that entire bottle of red while she's shopping yeah, yeah. Maybe and then she, she gets took back her in her car back. maybe she took her car back we don't see it mm, i'm pretty sure the way that they laid yeah, out I'm those shots sure she, you're led yeah, to believe she, was, she drove to the you're store. right it didn't even occur to me but yeah she absolutely was drinking and driving yeah <laughs> so nancy myers is pro drunk driving <laughs> hot take all right yeah you heard it here first <laughs> Or we beeped it out after being contacted by the liars by of Myers. Ms. Myers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So I do want, one of the last things I do want to talk about, because um, I feel like, like you said, this this we could just talk and talk and talk about the holiday. Uh, but the timeline. Let's talk about this timeline. It I is so no confusing. Yeah. I, I, so one of the, the, the reason I it, like, was a red flag for me was... There is, um, Jack Black goes over to, uh, Kate Wins's house and he's like, let me make you some fettuccine Alfredo for Christmas Eve. And they have this whole like Christmas Eve thing. And then. Which is that a thing? Because. No. (laughs) Because it cuts to Cameron Diaz and she's also eating chick. uh, I know. Uh, fettuccine Alfredo in England. I'm like, is that, is this some kind of parallel universe where everybody eats fettuccine Alfredo on, on Christmas Eve? apparently so is this a failure to launch situation where we're dealing with a parallel universe (laughs) but i think like the reason that they did was that that shot was to sort of tie in the fact that it is also christmas eve in england in this shot of cameron diaz which is the same night that she her and jude law decide to say like fuck it let's just do it so he comes to her house 
he he like knocks at the door as she's like packing for the umpteenth time to leave and he knocks the door and the only reason why i can imagine why we kept the dog in this movie the dog runs downstairs first and cameron diaz follows the dog and then he comes there and he's like he left his kids on christmas eve (laughs) he is daddy but where is santa yeah it's um there's it's 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 odd. I mean, they, he does. They do. He does say that, like, so that first, that first couple of days when when he meets her, that they're with his parents, which but is. But in the scene right before that, where he's also thinking, like, that's there's a split shot of um, or maybe that's not the right term, but like there are two consecutive shots of uh, Cameron Diaz eating her fettuccine alfredo, and then him in bed with his two kids, with his two daughters, and he's editing. So not only is You're he right. working on Christmas Eve like a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he's leaving his kids unattended. Yeah. To go have sex with Cameron Diaz. I mean, here's the thing. Like <laughs> Do you think that let's say neither of us have kids, but let's say that she yeah. did have kids. Okay. And you had the opportunity to sleep with Jude Law or Cameron Diaz, honestly. Um yeah. but you had Literally. the opportunity um, do you think that you could call your mom and say, Mom, <laughs> I know it's Christmas Eve, but Jude Law is going to leave the country, and I have a chance to fuck him. Can you come over and watch the kids so I can go fuck Jude Law? I bet you Donna would say yeah. I think Teresa would too, honestly. Like, <laughs> I realize I never got to the... the um. I don't think I told my 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 story about how, my first um, watch of this movie, but I definitely saw this movie in the theaters when it came out, and oh. I almost definitely saw it with my parents because it it must have come out around Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. I so mean, I was they're... probably I think I was in college, but I was probably home for Christmas because I think we would my parents and I would always go see a movie on Christmas Day. Uh, it's kind of a tradition, and now uh, now Caitlin and I always go see a movie on Christmas Day. Yeah, um, I love that. And my mom loves Jude Law, so I think she would understand. Yeah. She'd be like, you mean Jude Law from The Holiday? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Go yeah. fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> or Cameron Diaz. Or Cameron Diaz. Any um, final thoughts, feelings, opinions? Um, I've got some stars here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I write little stars next to. Um, this just says Cameron Diaz's boobs. <laughs> and it ha- it's underlined, but I have no idea what that means. Huh. Books. Oh, it's books. No, it's books, not boobs. Oh. And I took the picture of it. We already talked about that. Um, okay, yeah. It says uh so um so question that if you had to pick one of these places, uh, which would you pick Los Angeles or would you pick Surrey? I would pick Surrey. Yeah, I would real. pick Surrey too. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, what's more picturesque than being in a little cottage in the countryside? I mean, albeit it's, she lives in a suburb of London. Let's be real. Yeah, but yeah. it's adorable. It's an adorable suburb. Yeah, it's an amazing cottage. Jude Law is there. Um, yeah, Jude Law is at your pub. Yeah, and that's like the thing. That's like the little tiny village. Like there's a little grocery store. There's a pub, and everybody knows each other. Yeah, much rather that than standard. than Los Angeles. Ugh. Yeah, no, no, thank you. That just seems like you just get lost in it. But I can see the I appeal don't... if you're from England. Like the whole like grass is greener thing. 
Yeah, like, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And we both live cool. in a city, you know, and we would probably yeah. like find it more interesting. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Oh, oh, the fucks. We have to talk about the fucks. Oh, yes. The fucks. So this is a PG-13 movie, which means they get one fuck, a judicious yes. use of the word fuck. Um, they do, they do kind of tease one where um, it's cut off, where Kate Winslet is about to say, it says like fuck, and then it cuts off. Um, so they get kind of, uh, one of those, uh, Jack Black gets it and he says, well, fuck after Kate Winslet's monologue, um, where she says, you'll meet people who will make you feel worthwhile again. And little pieces of your soul will finally come back. Um, it's a, it's a really beautiful monologue where she's kind of like talking about like her process of getting over Jasper and meeting Eli Wallach and him and, and kind of like putting her life back together and his you know response to that is well fuck i think it's a good use it's a good use of their it's a very very expertly uh deployed single use of the fuck word yeah i agree but also can we talk about how kate winslet should do more comedies she's so yeah. good at this. she's great she's i mean is so she good she's good at everything though right she's good i at mean everything. like yeah. There's a reason why everything was so believable. Like there was the scene after Jack Black leaves her in the sushi restaurant where she is just waiting to get the check. And I was like, Oscar worthy. Mm-hmm. Oscar yeah. right there. She's fantastic. Just they're all fan- they're they're all fantastic. All four yeah. of them, I think, are doing um great job in this movie. Yeah. Which is why we will let the timeline slide. Yeah, um, I have here that says Jude Law is the quotation mark female character in uh, in that relationship, like in a traditional like rom com kind of thing. He is more emotional. He's family oriented. She's business oriented, and is the one who has to change to come to him on his level, which yep. is nice. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, and she goes and gets her girl in heels in the snow. She does. She runs as fast as she can. Cameron Diaz does it all in heels. <laughs> I wrote that note. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Um, that was one of my last notes that I wrote. Was Cameron Diaz? This show does gets it all. longer every week. I swear to God. I know, right? Well, I mean, it's the holiday. It is. So, yeah. um, on a scale of ozone to basketball, I'm gonna <laughs> assume. <laughs> That Charlie would rank this, I would hope, at an 11. Okay. Basketball is a 10. I'm going to hope that he would rate it as an 11. I will get a correction if that is incorrect. If it is, or I may kill him if it is incorrect. One of the two things may happen before next week. Okay. Well, I'll, if you kill him, I'll erase this from the record. And I got your back, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody, no crime. Nobody, no crime. Uh, so next week, um, we're going to continue on with the Christmas theme. Um, it's my pick, right? Yes. You ready for this? Uh-huh. I thought long and hard. Uh, the night before Christmas. Oh, wait. The nightmare before Christmas? No, no, no. The night before Christmas. Oh, the K- night before Christmas. Yeah. The K-N-I-G-H-T. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, the um, Netflix uh, yeah. Hallmarky kind of movie. Yes. Yeah, love the night before Christmas. Yeah, love it. I cannot yeah. time wait to travel it again. Yes, time travel. Um, knights, princes, maybe I don't know. Confusion. It it was between that or the princess switch. 
Oh, yeah. I think The Night Before Christmas is better than The Princess Switch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Even though um, I have seen all The Princess Switches. Oh, obviously, we've seen all The Princess Switches. Come on. Yeah. Um, I would watch, uh, if they keep making Princess Switches every year and just keep adding more um, <laughs> people for her to play, I will totally watch it. With Vanessa Hudgens to... Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, Hudgens doing like six characters, basically doing the clumps in uh, a Christmas Switch Part oh 7 or whatever. Dead. Totally watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay so much money for Netflix to make that movie. <laughs> to make Vanessa Hudgens doing the clumps. <laughs> but like not just that. Make so many princess switches to where they yeah. we end up with like six to eight princess switches. Yeah. And yeah. they all have to like switch. So it has to be like an even number because it would be yeah. weird if it she has to have a and she has to have a family I want a I want a family dinner scene. Where yes. she plays everyone at the table and the camera. Because, I mean, we can do that now. Like, come on. Yeah. We're living in a post-Winklevoss twins world. We can do anything. <laughs> she could play everybody in the movie if she wanted to. That's very true. Thanks to technology. We have yeah. the technology. We do. To make I mean, it's wrong and it's bad, but we, sh- we shouldn't do it. But we can. Oh. We should only so deploy it for Vanessa Hudgens in the Christmas Switch, though. Like only for this. Yeah, Any I don't want to see. I don't want to see Robert Zemeckis have you know no. fucking Jim Carrey play twenty characters in no. whatever nonsense he's got coming out soon. I don't want. Absolutely nobody not. wants to see I, that. Yeah, we only want Vanessa Hudgens playing eight princesses. Yeah, <laughs> switching. <laughs> all right and on that note um on that note um, oh yeah so we're doing so a little we're doing a little rearranging now yeah. because we were recording a lot of these in advance and we're coming up on the time when the podcast will actually start airing mm-hmm. uh and we realized that we didn't have enough christmas episodes so what we're going to do is we're going to tastefully edit the ends of some of the other episodes where we say what we're doing next um yep and take some of those earlier episodes and move them after Move them into next year after the the holiday is over. The holidays are over and we will um, kind of go back. So we'll have some, my guess is we'll have some better episodes during the holidays. And then we'll have some not quite so good episodes that we recorded earlier afterward. But then we'll be back. Yeah. Which, uh. My sister was called earlier at dinner and she was saying, she, she was like, so am I here? You have a podcast. And I was like, yeah, accurate. Rebecca. That's how your sister talks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, I do. It's, she was like, well, what is it about? So I told her, I was like, "Hmm, well, you know, and that's where we got the great line from my dad where he said, oh, you know, it's, it's gal, girl talk about chick flicks. Yeah. And she said, oh, well, Emma, I've got some recommendations for you. Can you do the 2000s Sarah Michelle Gellar movie where she, there's a magic crab? And I was like, oh, oh my God. Already she remembered it. the crab. She remembered the crab. She remembered Fantastic. the irresistible. So yeah. um, that is, gets the Rebecca Plaza seal of approval. Shout out to Rebecca. Yeah. Way to go. Um, thank you for your suggestion. Yeah. yeah but hey it's a cult classic it's a crab classic it's a crab classic ah oh, crab classic <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening um as always you can 
like and subscribe and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow each of us on social media. Follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Emily M. Pizza. And Katie? You can follow me on Twitter at Katie of Lake. And you can email us at go get your go get your girl pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us any questions or anything, I will also create, I think we're going to do Instagram for this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We'll be on Instagram here. Um, you can follow, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. I'm at portraits of a Katie because somebody yeah. had already taken Katie of the lake. Lame. Right. Yeah. Well, she doesn't anyway. even post either. Like not that I post, Ugh. but she's got like, you know, she hasn't posted in years. What a jerk face. <laughs> and on that note, thank you again. I love this and I love love. Is that going to be our sign off? I don't know until I come up with a better one. It'll be, okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>